This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeuver, and today we are on episode 66, and we are going to look at digital to-do lists for you and your children. As we are now at the beginning of a new year, you may be trying to get your life more in order. Perhaps you realize that some things didn't work so well in the first semester and you want to make some changes. And I would suggest that to-do lists can often help organize your life. Now, although I use digital to-do lists, I also still do use paper. And I'm not saying there isn't a place for that. And there's definitely that moment where when I actually write something down, that it really helps me to remember and to, to plan what I'm going to do. However, there is also a great reason to use digital to-do lists. And I'm going to talk about three different types. The first one is notes on your phone. Now, I use this and I think teens might also find this useful. I literally make notes using the, uh, I, I, have a, I have an iPhone and so I use the notes app. I'm sure if you have different types of phones, there must be something very similar. I don't know if all of them are going to have quite the same feature, but what I particularly like about the, the Google Notes, and I have discovered that I have to literally ask for it to be on my phone, not all the notes that are synced, but I need to say add a new one on my phone, and then I have a to-do list, and you can ask for it to put a checklist in front of it. So when I have a lot of errands to run, and I don't want to forget one of them, having a checklist like this on my phone is helpful. As I do each item, I just check it, and it's... Um, and that, that, that just checks it off and it puts it to the bottom of the list. Even if I didn't have that, I could still have perhaps deleted it or put a line through it or something like that. So if you're just having a few items that you want to remember, you're doing chores, I said you're running around doing errands, or if your children have phones and there's not a lot of different things they have to do, you could literally use a little list on your phone. The good thing about a phone is that it's easier, It's you've always got it with you, if I write notes on pieces of paper, I leave them at home. My phone, I seldom leave at home. So it's it's useful on the move when you don't want to have a whole laptop with you and you're moving around. The next thing I want to suggest is Todoist. Now this is both an app and you can use it online. So you could this can be flexible how you do it. And it is literally a very fancy to-do list. There is a free version, a paid version. I'm only going to be talking about things you can get in the free version because I'm assuming you don't want to pay money for it. There's no way I'd pay for anything like this. Now you can, you start off and you set up projects. Um, so for instance, you could, your project could literally be your work for the week or it could be something bigger. So say for instance, Christmas shopping could be your project. Okay, it's not Christmas now, but you know, maybe you're planning a party, whatever. You could have up to 80 different projects. So plenty from big to small. And then 
Under each project, you have tasks, and you can even have subtasks under those, and you check them off as you do them. You can put dates on them and even times so that you have a specific time when it's meant to be done by. And this could be a project that's going to last over the day or over a week or over weeks. What I really like about it is that you can come in on the calendar view where you can come in and you can see what is there to do today. So if you have, for instance, a number of different projects and each of them has a few things to be done today and other things to be done somewhere in the future, you can quickly have a look at today and see all the items from all your projects that you need to do today. Or um, you can also have a look just over the rest of the week and see what your week is looking like. You can prioritize. There are different priority levels and when you set up a task you can actually say what priority level it must be. You can also set up recurring tasks so if it's just something like taking the trash out you can set that up. You can also collaborate with up to five people. So if you have teens in your house um, and you want them to all be on it, your husband, or maybe even it's just family members and you're planning a family vacation or something, you can add up to five people and you can work on this together and you can assign different tasks to different people. Another cool function is that you there is a, 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 an extension that you can use to set up the tasks right from your email if you're using Outlook or Gmail. And you can send a task from your email, you can send it directly to your Todoist and tell it which project to add itself to and it will be there. Similarly, you can turn a web page into a task. So if you, for instance, see um, a blog post that you want to read, but you don't have time to, you can send it off and you can create a task. So your project could simply be um, research and you could send it all to that project and uh, it will just go there. You can do this if you have Chrome or Firefox. There is also a way to do it in Safari. It's not, um, it's not an extension, it's something a little different, but I believe you can do that too. So Todoist is definitely something worth looking at. It has quite a lot of cool features. And as I said, you can use it both on an app or if you're like me, I prefer doing everything on my laptop. Then the third one I want to mention today is Trello. This is what I use all the time for myself. And if I was still homeschooling children, I would use it for them. And I do use it for um, the Science Olympia team that I coach because this is where we give them their tasks. Now, Trello also has that little feature, just to say up front, where you can send an email to your, in this case, your board. So the way Trello works is you start off with a board. I have one um, for my personal and business life. I kind of merge them all into one. So I have one that is literally called My Stuff. I know, not very original, but it's My Stuff board. And then I have another one for our Science Olympia team which is a group board. Um, my own board is just me on it and it's, I'm just working with it. You can have unlimited personal boards and up to 10 um, group boards. Um, they call them team boards. On each board, you have lists. And if you have a little picture of like a board in your mind, your computer, the lists are, if you're looking at it on a computer screen, they are like columns. And each of these lists will have to do with something different. Now, depending on how you set it up, you could have, for instance, if you're doing your children and you're going to give 
plan for them their week out, you could have a list for each child. And then under the list, you have cards. And you'd have, you know, if it is a list for each child, you could have a list, you could have a card for each subject. You could have um, cards for their chores that you add there. Or you could have a general list with chores for everybody. And each child has a separate list just for their schoolwork. Um, on each card, you can explain exactly what you want your child to do. You could even you can even link things to it. You can have attachments to it. You can add photos and you can have checklists, which is really cool. So your child could just simply have for each day a checklist of each different thing they have to do. And you can link, give links to different things they have to go to. And as they do them, they check it off. You can then easily see which child has done their work, or at least has said they've done their work, and which one is still working on things. You could otherwise, um, so you could do it by child, you could also do it by subjects, you could uh, you could have the chore chart with, um, instead of having a checklist with each item to do, you could have the items and you could have the children's names next to it, perhaps they all have to do their rooms, so you could have bedroom cleaning would be a card, and then under that card, you would have each child's name, so you would have Joe, Pete, Jim, whatever, you know, the different kids' names are, and as they clean their room, they check it off. You can put times on there as well, so they can also see when you want it done by a day or a particular time. There is, you can color code things. Um, there is a lot, there, there's not that much that's free with Todoist, definitely enough to make it very valuable. Trello has a lot more that is free. They also have things called power-ups, and you can have one per board that's free. If you have the paid version, you can get more. But a power-up allows you to do different things. One of the ones that would be most useful is perhaps recurring items. For for instance, again, taking out the trash, that that one will pop up every week. And so it will always be there. So as you clean out things and check things off, it will just keep coming back. On my personal one, this is so which I don't have any children on it. I have a, a list for the week and I have one for the day. And then I have one that says doing and one that says done. So for instance, right now I and busy working on booking hotels for our Science Olympia team to go to a tournament. I did start on that, but I can't get any further because I'm still waiting for exact details from all the parents. So I have pulled that over onto to doing. On the other hand, I managed to complete one of my students' recommendation letters that he'd asked me to write. And so that has moved from, from today's list onto done. This morning when I woke up, I added a few more things from the week's list onto the days, and there were still all the days that I hadn't done before, and uh, I can quickly see what I need to do. It feels really good to me to move those things from today's list onto either, well, doing doesn't feel so good because I'm not finished with it, but to move it onto the done list. And then at the beginning of tomorrow, I'll go and I clean my done list out, and I'll see how much I achieved today when I look at it tomorrow it makes me feel a little better when I look at what I've got in front of me and that way I can constantly be moving through everything I need. I even have lists like for the month and for the quarter for things that I would like to get to I'm not sure when I'll have time to but I put them there so that I don't forget about them and then when I have a quieter week I can pull them across and think oh okay I can try to do that this week and then pull it onto a day when it actually works out. If this sounds very confusing to you, I will put some links into where you can see some Trello boards. You can also go back and listen to some 
of our um, my past episodes where I've talked about Trello and those also have links so you can actually see it but when you actually start doing it it's very intuitive it's very powerful and I love organizing my life with Trello and I love being able to organize a science Olympiad students because that's where we post for them and tell them all the different um, things we want them to study for each each week and they check them off as they do them and we can see how far they are and they can even leave us messages if they're struggling or if they don't understand something and we can can even talk back to them but it's not it's not ideal for chatting but you can definitely leave comments on on um on your Trello boards but it's really good for mapping out your days and your weeks and your months and Trello even if your children um, don't have their own emails you could still use this and you can just let them come in on your email you can just have it literally up on a tab on your computer and they can just come and just check things off as they do them so obviously it would be useful if they had their own and they could work but if they're not working off their own computer they're working on shared computers they sit down and they do their math workbook and then get up and they can check off that they've done it completely fine they don't really need to have their own um, email at all but um, again, which I think I'll start to mention, then I went off on a different tangent. But there is, you, Trello gives you a unique email that allows you to email um, something to a card. So you can, again, if somebody says to you, please, can you write a recommendation letter, for instance, I can use my unique email and forward that to that email and automatically will go on a board on Trello, um, on a board and on a particular list, you can tell it exactly where all the emails that come in. And then from there, you could take it and sort it to the, to the list that you want it on. So it does going to take you a little while. I know anytime you learn new software, it's going to take a while and you may want to play around with using your phone, um, just using lists on your phone. You may want to try to do it. You may want to try Trello. And by the way, there's going to be links to all these in the show notes. Just go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and you'll find the show notes there. But often spending half an hour to an hour learning how to use something will reap you so many benefits going forward and the amount of time you save. Feel free to join our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community. And if you're trying to use either of these and you need some help, post there and I'll see if I or somebody else in the group can help you. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. It's been useful. If it has, please share with your friends and perhaps leave us a rating and review here on whichever podcast player that you use. And this is now the end for today. And I hope to see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.